Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. taking any calls so if you're on the board waiting we're not being rude we're just not taking any calls tonight so thank you for listening (laughs) all right how's everybody doing everything's cool fantastic all right everything's everything yeah true weather out there oh for sure nasty nasty rain out there Mm mm-hmm Yep. All right. You All ready right. to get into it? Fire it up. All right. Hot topics, and we got some hot ones tonight. Eight people, unfortunately, are killed in Atlanta shooting. Also, the talk extends hiatus amid new toxic workplace allegations. And jury selection continues in the Derek Chauvin trial. I hit an included headline, the U.S. House passes domestic violence bill. Also, Nordstrom launches live stream selling. And family kicked off spirit flight over their four-year-old. Our cocktail of the week, I got a surprise, it's St. Patty's uh, weekend. What's popping with Papa Didi? I'm quite sure you got a lot for us for tonight. Our weird news, assistant principal accused in homecoming court vote fraud. Also, a man is found guilty of keeping um, live sharks in his pool. And Florida couple offers free beer as way to meet the neighbors. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, you are part of the problem. Living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, I got some juice to tell you tonight. The kissing list and the last word. Sit back, relax, and uh, we're going to get our favorite cocktail, and we're going to get it in right now. So, all right. Well, let's see, Ready Carol. Mhm. Yeah, you got the mic, so uh, you go for it. What's the first story okay. tonight? Um, unfortunately, um, eight people were killed on Tuesday in a shooting in Atlanta's um area spas. It was three different spas. Um, they said around five o'clock, a shooting at Young Asian Massage in Cherokee County. Um, killed four people, two of whom died after being transported to a hospital. Um, a fifth victim was injured and also transported to a hospital. Then uh, later, three people were shot and killed at Gold Spa on Piedmont Road in Atlanta. Um, just so unfortunate. 
While officers were responding to the scene, they received another call for shooting across the street at another spa uh, where they found another person who had been shot and killed. Um, The Atlanta Police Chief Rodney Bryant, he has a lot to say, said all four victims for the Piedmont shooting uh, were female and appeared to be Asian. Um, The South Korean Foreign Ministry confirmed um, to CBS News that at least four of the eight victims were Korean descent. So in a statement on Tuesday, Atlanta police said that uh, video footage from uh, the Video Integration Center places this particular suspect's vehicle in the area at the time of the shooting. So um, good for, um, you know, videotapes and, and videos around the area. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was a good thing. Um, they had different people speak out. Um, they were saying that the White House press secretary, she mentioned that the president, you know, he was briefed on everything that happened, and they keep in contact with the mayor's office and keeping in touch with the FBI. But um, another thing, the the mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, isn't that your girl, Bia Papa? Isn't that your girl? Hmm, yeah. Yeah, oh, you like mentioned Mayor that. Uh oh, she mentioned that um, the uh, chief he was tr- he was trying not to mention or trying not to say that it was um, geared to hate crime. He was just trying to say that it was uh, more or less like a, a, a sexual ad- addiction that this uh, gentleman had or this guy had that's supposed to kill these people. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of reports people saying that um, a lot of Asians are being killed. Um, because yeah, they are yeah, killed so, and harassed, right? And um, you know, I, I've seen videotape on the news. You know, just people walking and stuff, and they've been knocked down and just crazy stuff. But for this captain yeah. to say that he don't think that it was, um, you know, uh, race related, um, he's kind of downplaying it to me. You know, and that's not right. It's not fair. So no. What do you? It's what, also what do you ridiculous on? to try to downplay yeah. it like that. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see. You're too quiet over there, Papa. What's your feelings on it? It's just a lot to it. You know, it's just another person that did a mass shooting that was able to go into custody. You know, and and this is this is happening too much where people are killing multiple people and are able to be taken into custody and put in the back of the police car like it's no big deal, you know. And and we can't even count on two hands the number of unarmed black men that's been killed just by, my, ain't killed nobody, just got killed mm-hmm. themselves and there was no gun on the scene. And it's all, go, go, it goes way back, you know, way, way back. So it's just it's amazing, you know, how the seem like they just can't, you know, shoot their own kind. They can't put a gun up to their own kind no matter what crime they did. And then they always come out with some fast alibi for whatever they've done. Mm-hmm. You know, these people do some crazy stuff, but then when it comes time to defend themselves, it's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I had a sex addiction. Uh, like the other guy talking about, oh, you yeah. know, diabetes kicked in. And, yeah, you his know. sugar was low. Yeah, I mean, so that's on. why he said something racially offensive. It's all they can, you know. You you can't be crazy and clever at the same time. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, yeah and they can't all be in the same sentence. 
why 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 are they trying to say that they believe or they want to believe that it was sexually motivated? Is it just because, because it's a, mas- a massage parlor that we're I involved? Think once, um, I think once you say that it's a hate crime, um, the FBI gets involved and they take over. Um, it's no longer, um, you know, the jurisdiction of where it is. Am I right, Bob? Or, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So some, so it's a thin line. So I guess the the, the chief wants to, you know, be sure. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's just saying that just because he don't want them to take over, you know, his jurisdiction. Because it can go both ways, really. So. Well, we shall see. I, I'm just trying to figure out when they keep saying it's it's sexually motivated. Is it just because it was a massage parlor involved? So is the assumption that they're not just giving massages? that there's sexual activity going on. So, therefore, they just jump right over the massage bar mm-hmm. and just say these women are paid sex workers, so that's how they're fitting these puzzle pieces together to connect it to some kind of sexual deviation or something on this guy's part, mm-hmm. the killer's part. That, that's the part I was trying to get. I'm like, nobody's coming right out and saying so, but seems like they're accusing these massage parlors of not being legitimate massage parlors when you keep no. saying that but I'm not, I'm not buying that I'm not buying that at all because you I think that nowadays everybody who has to you know that all that stuff may have a time and may have a place but I think of all the all these people that own places that like you said that will have an assumption you know they have to they 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 had they have to tighten up over the past few years. You know they can't just mm-hmm. do what people think they're doing in there. You'd be surprised. You know that's what I thought. You'd be surprised. And it's not just because you see a spa. It doesn't mean there's always a happy ending involved. You know some places may say no, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and just because they're Asian and, and that's been a traditional level of that. But as time changes and people want to keep their license and things like that. You know, I, I'm giving him I'm giving him credit for that. I mean, this guy could have been. How often has he frequented? And he probably used cash as opposed to the credit card, and probably wasn't there and didn't have any money, and wanted some free service and was drunk. And who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it, it's mm-hmm. not nothing to do with the sex crime. It's just that that was where you always frequent, and then they one day, then then that day they turned your ass down, and you got pissed off because you wanted to do it for no money. And then all of a sudden you pulled a gun on them, and then you went somewhere else to get it done. I mean, nobody's talking about the drinking and drugging, and nobody checked his uh, his, his toxicology report or anything to see what he was, his alcohol level, or what drugs is in his system. You know, yeah, that's the stuff that's mm-hmm. not being done. Yeah, that's they were true. just blowing my mind with the way they just kept talking about the connection with his so-called sex addiction oh, and how you end up murdering people. I'm like, so. You just automatically assume that there was sexual activity going on in this uh-huh. business. That's not right. Mm-hmm. Well, the mayor she did okay. mention she 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 says that we will not begin to blame the victims. And as far as we know, in Atlanta, these are legally operating businesses. She says yeah. they're not on our radar or the um, you know department's radar. So right. um, you know, like like Papa says, you know, they they probably legit and everything. I think we have gotten past that. I mean, kind of people know better 
um, because they have been fined either handsomely because they were doing those things or they've gone to jail or mm-hmm. they've been shut down. So and it's so easy have, for them um, to cover up. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. I well, agree. I just want to add this and then I'm going to let it go. The sheriff, one of the sheriffs who was investigating, I believe I got his name right, uh, Sheriff Barker, this mm-hmm. man sympathizing with the killer, stood up there and said, mm. well, you know, the killer was at the end of his rope, and I think he was oh, just having God. a bad day. I was oh, like, is God. he serious? You think he mm. was having a bad day? Eight people are dead. How oh. do you think their day is going? Or well, their know, family's wow. day? How do you stand think, up and say that? I think the one thing people uh, really need to understand at the the uniform has really got nothing to do with the white skin. The unification, the unification of the white skin is just there. I mean, with all this stuff that went on in the Capitol building, the excuses and the alibis and everybody going back to their lives, now you don't hear from none of them. Now, these guys were so together as a, as a foursome that day at the Capitol building, but now they're all a bunch of individuals that went back to their to their houses. Mm-hmm. And they're all just trying to defend themselves and keep quiet and don't say nothing and don't talk about it. Now, these are people that were texting and had all kind of connections all day, all week long. They were just connected. Now that the, the heat is on with everybody, everybody's like, you know, well, hi, Joe. And everybody's hiding up in Connecticut and all these little swanky neighborhoods that they live in. And it's And it goes right back to Atlanta where, you know, they just, these people, even though they're cops, they see this guy there, and they see one of their own. They yeah. sympathize with him because when they're on their off time, they're just as sick as he is. They just ain't did no shooting. But they got the same disposition going on. I mean, it's just it's yeah. a mess. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean we would he came never... right out and said it at a press conference. Because they all know each other, like, man. They're wow. like, you know, you'd be mm-hmm. surprised. Can say that out loud? I mean, mm-hmm. I noticed that in the job market, too, where I, 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 I tell you, one time, and this was a big boss, okay, and I was wondering why he was so catering to this one guy I worked with who had this, he had like a real country-type disposition. But come to find out, they both were from the same area. They were both from the same town. They both were mm. from a town in West Virginia. Mm. So mm. whether you're a low-scale employee or you're the big boss, both of y'all grew up on the streets of West Virginia. So the mm. common seat that y'all have as kids it's never going to change. Mm-hmm. No matter whether you put a uniform on with bars on your collar, a gun on your hip, law enforcement, judge, whatever you turned out to be when you grew up, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because both of y'all were West Virginia, yeah. you know, walking the street. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same yeah, wow. government, exactly. Wow. All right. Yep. All right, Papa Didi. You wanted to talk about the talk. Oh, God. That hot hornet's nest. I'm, I'm just, I'm surprised it lasted that long. Hmm. You know, I think that the the lady that, uh, the one that had to leave because of the scandal with her, it wasn't a scandal with her, it was a scandal with her husband and people in the business. He was a big executive producer, you know, mm-hmm. of CBS, oh, period. Yeah. And his okay. wife was running the show. Yeah, but anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and the problem, see, the biggest problem with, uh, uh, what's her name? What's the, what's the young lady's name? Uh, the one that did all the... Sharon Osborne. Sharon Osborne. Okay. You know, one day, Sharon Osborne came in with pull-back skin, a wig, makeup, 
and projected a whole other image, okay? At one time, her her and her husband, Ozzy, was just, and their two children were four of the most, oh, my God, <laughs> destitute-looking jokers you ever want to see, especially her husband. I mean, God, this man, he did so many drugs, and his speech is just, he's he's got slurred speech without Parkinson's disease. You know what I'm saying? He that's just how he taught the drugs and got it. And he and she got to translate that when he talks. This is how vicious they were. But then one day she came in all decked out. You see, remember she took on a different look now. I mean, pull up some footage of her some couple years ago. Yeah, you know, I, I remember her. And then they showed footage where, and I'm just doing a backstory for a minute. Then they showed footage of her where she got rid of my girl. You know, calling her ghetto. You know, uh, mm. you know Pete. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, uh, Holly yeah. Robbins. Holly Robbins. Holly yeah. Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that whole situation with that, and and I, I honor old girl because she was the only one that hung in there. You know, uh, the, the comedian uh, uh, Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, Cheryl Underwood yeah. was the only one that hung in there with all the passing going on because people were dropping like flies in there. You know, and 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 and. Mm-hmm. and uh, Underwood and another girl, and I think that Cheryl kind of just went in because the whole situation with Pierce. Pierce has been a jerk off for years. True. I mean, CNN kicked him off because he started getting all testy with that. I mean, he just then he ran back to Britain and never came back to. But he was on CNN for a long time. He used to sit in for um, King. Mm. You know, he used to be the, he used to be the guest host for. Uh, Larry, Larry King for Larry a while, Davis. and that's what kind of got drift because people saw him at night, and they said, "Oh my God, Pierce Morgan! Oh, the accent! Oh my God, we love him, we love him, we love him!" But then his true self came out with different people, and you know, it just it came a mess. But anyway, getting to the story here, you know, you know, they they were scheduled to come back Wednesday of uh, the talk program, uh, but uh, they 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 won't resume until uh, Tuesday of the uh, following week, next week, the twenty third said the spokespeople from uh, CBS. The daytime talk fest uh, took an unplanned break early this week following a controversial interaction among the co-hosts during a uh, conversation in the March 10th uh, broadcast. Sorry, while the host panel talked about the British TV personality uh, Pierce Morgan's comments about Meghan Markle, you know, Sharon Osbourne defended him viciously, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in it. He's always in it. But she doesn't realize that Pierce Morgan is only – only siding with the the queen side of things because he want access to the palace. You know what I mean? He knows those people. I mean, I'm not going. If I'm a sports writer, I'm not going to talk about uh, Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys if Jerry Jones is giving me a box seat when I go to a fucking game. You know, excuse my language. You know, right. if he gives me carte blanche when I go in the stadium, what am I gonna do? Go on TV and talk about Jerry Jones? No, I'm not. And that's the situation with Pierce. Pierce knows. He knows the people in the in the, in the castle, and, and he probably knows, probably hang out, probably have beers with uh, Charles, as ratchet as Charles is. I mean, you know, Charles, my goodness, Charles is a mess. Him hey, and that, that that woman of his, what's her name? Uh, please. Uh, Camilla. Camilla, okay, please. They don't dress her ass up, also. Anyway, she's just as bad as uh, old girl. But anyway, Sharon Osbourne. Defended him viciously, and and uh, and all of a sudden, Cheryl Underwood had a problem with that. 
you know, and all of a sudden they got into it on TV and it got interesting. And and, and I think that Cheryl Underwood kind of said some things that kind of comprom- compromised her, her racial beliefs and stuff, you know. And, and at that point, Sharon Osbourne, who's not a quick thinker because he's old and stupid, got caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And just froze in time saying, oh, my God, I'm not a racist. I'm not a and then, you know, Underwood being a comedian, you know, she's used to that quick punch line. Mm-hmm. So she just, like you're hitting a punching bag. She just, like, you know, bum-rushed her. And she was left out there now, now saying, oh, why y'all picking on me? Why I there? You know. So they said, okay, we got to stop and stop filming. And now they pull the young girl in here because now Osborne's saying that she's teaming up with the young girl. And they're the, uh, the one, she's only, I think she's 24, 25 years old. They got this young black girl in there with a pretty girl. I don't know her name right now. But they, I, I don't but watch that's, that And Sharon, show, and Sharon is quoted saying to her, well, I, I ask her all the time, being she's young, what's happening in the world today with young people and blah, 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 blah. Now, how's a person that done all, her and her husband and children done all the drugs in the world? What advice do they need from anybody? They're 30 years older than everybody in, the, in there. Mm-hmm. Going to ask somebody what's happening with the world. The world ain't changed. You know what I mean? If I'm 60 years old, what am I seeing different that a 30-year-old is seeing now that I haven't already seen already? So you got to fade back to a 25-year-old to learn how to act mm. when you should be the example. That sounds like a problem. I mean, you know. So right now, you know, the talk is in hiatus because, uh, you know, I think that Air uh, Osborne is sort of true colors. And uh, I-, I think that uh, Underwood isn't really, you know, she ain't worried about nothing. Yeah, right, Testy, with uh, Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, because well, Cheryl looked like she was getting a little emotional, and Sharon started yelling at her, talking about, "Don't you dare cry!" I was like, "What?" Yeah, they, you know, that just that's just white privilege right there. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody should what? cry in the face of uh, in, in the face of turmoil. No way. I don't. I don't buy that. I don't think you should. If you got something to say to somebody, I've always learned. If you got something to say to somebody that you want to be serious, don't do it with a smile on your face. Because you're going to change the narrative which you're trying to put across. If somebody owes you money and you're going to approach them about the money they owe you, don't be, even though you're your friend, you can't go up there with a smile and say, when am I going to get my $100? You need to be serious. Because if you're serious, I need my $100, for real, for real. But uh, mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens with that because I'm sure it's going to be some changes. I'm sure it's going to be interesting. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so because some people at the wild become has-beens. I mean, they got to look and see, you know, mm-hmm. who's really necessary on that talk anymore. I mean, look mm-hmm. at the other show, the uh, the other talk show with the other young girls. They did a lot of, you know, tweaking over there until they found out what they wanted. You know, so oh, they lost people. I can't they even lost the name of that one. Tamar and all them, and yeah, you know, so sometimes stuff got to be tweaked to find out what you want to end up with. You know, bands mm-hmm. do it, and sing groups do it, the Temptations did it. They done went through people, David Ruffin, and, you know, you name it, all, you know, how many people they went through. So, it's you know, it just seems like at a certain time, you know, cutting the fat really has its place. Mm-hmm. But you, I'm going to chime on that because they were, well, she did an interview with the guy from Entertainment Tonight, black guy, I forgot his name. But she did an interview with him the day after. 
she felt it was important mm-hmm. to, to get her side um Sharon Osborne. And she claimed that she was ambushed. You know, it was because that's why they're doing an investigation. She wanted to have uh, the investigation. They she was saying that when she found out that it was some quote unquote producers that had asked the other women to talk to Sharon or to put questions out there to Sharon Osborne about Pierce because they are friends. And that's why she probably right. she was ambushed. What had happened was it happened before. It happened to the black girl, the, the, the young black girl on there, and they claimed as a pact that it would never happen again. And here go, it happens again. So they have to check those producers too. But it still shows some things coming out on the host, you know, like you did say, Papa D. It's interesting to see that I'm looking up the um, the talk, and guess who's been prevalent for the whole 11 years? Um, I don't know. Sharon. She's been on there all 11 years. Like uh, Papa said, people have come and go, but because Cheryl didn't come until the second season. So, yeah. um, so yeah, Sharon kind of feels like she holds the, uh, that she right. holds the, the, you know, okay, like right. the moderator. That's why I feel like nobody really right. should, you know, I think the main thing that you should hold, uh, I mean, at least the way I roll anyway, the main thing that you should hold in a room if you're the senior person in the room is knowledge, you know, because right. you don't possess anything. You don't, you don't possess the chairs, the tables. When you go to pack your box, if you get fired, the only thing that you see in people's boxes uh, is picture frames and coffee cups and, and a mm-hmm. flower. You know yeah. what I mean? You re- you, you'd yeah. be surprised when you leave an establishment how much stuff in there does not belong to you. And until, mm-hmm. you, until you understand and realize that, and it, then some people want to leave out and they want to take papers and files and all that shit. It's like, well, I, I'm not connected to none of this. You know, but uh, but it's very interesting because some people, yeah. you know, just to, to say one more thing about that, a lot of people, mm. you know, when you're sitting there making, uh, when you're making $9,000 an episode, you know, and you, you're doing five episodes a week, and you're making $45,000 a week, you know what I'm saying? And if she's a senior person getting a senior money, and she's making a minimum of $40,000 a week. And I'm not, and I'm not joking. I mean, and I, I could, I could be low on my assumption, mm. okay? Because these jokers are getting paid by Crest and and Listerine and and Hyundai yeah. and Jeep and Cadillac and whatever whoever else is advertising for that show. And right now, I just think that that show really needs to take a, a look at themselves. Well, we'll see what happens with it. Well, I just wanted to real briefly talk about this uh, jury selection. They are having a time, and I knew this was going to be a problem, trying to get uh, jurors for that Derek Chauvin trial. This is the uh, person, I will not call him a gentleman, this is the person who killed George Floyd. Uh, They've been, like, rotating jurors in and out, you know, they get some, then they release some, then they get a few more, then they have to get rid of some more. So Wednesday, uh, the judge dismissed two more that were seated uh, for the trial over concerns about that $27 million uh, settlement. I guess these two people must have had an opinion 
about that $27 million. So those two were let go, and they picked up two more. The ones that were the two that were let go was a white man in his 30s and an Hispanic man in his 20s. The two new ones they picked up was a black man in his 40s and a multiracial woman in her 40s. So they're just, you know, going around and around trying to get all the seats filled so they can start the trial. Well, we'll just keep an eye on it because this seems to be like a, a circular story. Every every other day or so, they have another one's come and another one's gone. So I think now the count is up to 10. They got a 10th one to, uh, on yesterday, on Thursday. Uh, all I know about her is that she's a nurse. I don't know the age. I don't know what her ethnicity is, but... And, of course, they drilled her. They asked her how she felt about drug addiction and, you know, all these other questions in terms of trying to figure out if she would be biased in any way because of the alleged drugs they say Mr. Floyd had in his system. So that's all I have on that one. So have they they finished all the jury selection? Or are they still going back and forth, like you're saying? Okay. They're still on the jury merry-go-round. Yeah, that stuff is not easy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yep, because the questions they ask, um, (laughs) 24-7. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, while I'm talking, let me give you this quick hit it and quit it. I'm going to do my best to hit it and quit it. This one is about um, the U.S. House has passed a domestic violence bill. Now, why they even needed to, I, I would have thought that this was a, reserve, a, a resolved issue, but apparently not. So with a nod to Women's History Month, the Democratic-led House passed two measures on Wednesday of this week, one designed to protect women from d- domestic violence and the other to remove the deadline for states to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. And I'm like, what? Is that still something that has to be dealt with? I thought that was a done deal. It's amazing to me when you find out about these things, how this stuff really works in Congress. So uh, it goes on to talk about what the actual vote was. Uh, It passed 244 to 172. This time you had 29 Republicans who joined in and voted along with the Democrats. Um, White House announced their support for the bill. So, like I said, it only passed the House. Now it's got to get through the Senate. So we will see what happens on that one. They're saying the bill leaves no victim behind. So we'll see. The um, the first Violence Against Women Act was in 1994. It was signed by President Bill Clinton, and it provided $1.6 billion toward investigation and prosecution of violent crimes against women. So that was the first one. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens when it gets to the Senate. Hmm. This is crazy. They said yeah. you just passed the bill. I mean, what more do you, you know, I, I just don't understand. It's like this, it's a touchy situation, a touchy topic. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just go ahead and pass it? I guess because there's a bunch of 
old white men that don't want to pass a bill, huh? There <laughs> you it know, is. I think you would think something more like this would be. Yeah. Yeah. You would think but you would, would think it would be through. a unanimous, it should have been a unanimous thing. I mean, really? Why I, I in the Equal it. Rights Amendment, why does that have to be renewed? Why isn't that just yeah. straight law, period, done mm-hmm. deal, stick a pen in it, done? Right. It, it should be ratified, and, and if you want to change it, then you have to, I guess, if you stamp it and put an approval on it, it's going to take longer to unstamp it. You know what I'm saying? I guess. If somebody tries I mean, I understand to what you're saying, but. And, and, and unstamp it, right. So they figured, okay, we're going to let it continue on. It's just like the, the Voting um, Act uh, rights for blacks. We gotta keep yeah, it. and that makes no sense. It's yeah. like these laws are on loan until yeah. time runs out, and then it'll be like, all right, it's over now. Right. So you 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 have to fight again for the same shit, different day. See, that makes part. no sense. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, it doesn't. Can't even quit Okay. Um, I can't um, pass over to you. Okay, um, Nordstrom. Since they closed their doors, is launching a live stream selling. Upscale department store chain Nordstrom is getting into live stream selling. That's the latest U.S. retail to jump on the the trend that has been popular in China. So they announced this on Wednesday. Um, this, oh, they from Seattle, Seattle-based uh, company. Uh, strategy is to shift more of its business online. Nordstrom will kick off its live streaming channel with a Burberry virtual styling event on Thursday. All right, now. The presentation will focus on how to wear Burberry runway looks and style them by mixing and matching with other pieces. Wow. On Friday, shoppers can tune in to learn the latest skincare and hair care tips for at-home beauty rituals. And on April the 8th, Customers will learn how to style jewelry. Go ahead, Marshall. Go ahead. Uh, the okay. live stream shopping enables us to stay closer to the customer uh, with interactive and engaging experiences that allow for discovery, personalization, and service at scale. All right. Sounds good. I've never heard of a store doing that. So, you know, everybody's trying new things. Yeah, that's interesting. It says this mode of shopping was expected to bring up nearly $5 billion in sales last year and reach $25 billion in 2023. So, yeah. like you said, it's innovative and it's interesting. So, um, And you have to have a subscription. It requires online uh, registration, I'm sorry. So I'm not sure oh. if there's any fee or anything with it, but... Uh, I wouldn't think so because if they want you to, to purchase things, um, you know, you probably just have to register. They just want to see how, I guess, how many people are, um, you know, online and watching. So, go okay. ahead, Marshall. Mm-hmm. Papa Didi, you going to sign up and learn how to wear Burberry? It sounds <laughs> to me like they're doing, what, they're doing what QVC and HSN is doing, you know. Just yeah, that's what it sounds that's like. That's true. Yeah, so they hopping on the bandwagon, yeah. But a store, actual brick and mortar uh, type store, you know, they're they're doing that. So, uh, hey, 
Okay. All power to All right, Papa Didi, what's your hit and quit it tonight? Uh, looks like this is kind of weird. The family is kicked off the spirit flight because a four-year-old autism uh, person uh, wouldn't wear a mask. And it says an Arkansas family was removed from a spirit airline flight after its four-year-old child with autism was uh, unable to wear a face mask. All right, so kids on the on the uh, spectrum, uh, they usually they're usually very uh, obsessed with. Uh, something he is obsessed with planes mm-hmm. so he's sitting in his seat uh, being quiet and looking out the window and this lady was like get off says Carrie Kimball whose four year old son is nonverbal and has Alzheimer's uh, he has a disability he's protected under the uh, American Disability Act and uh, and they they go no 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 autism is not a, not a disability he has to wear a mask or he has to get off the plane, Kimball says. Kimball says he told the airline that uh her son would uh her son would harm himself if forced to wear a mask. You know, he wanted to be free to do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. In part because he holds his breath uh when he has a mask on and think he's underwater. Uh oh. the airline said. However, it's currently mass policy does not allow for medical exemptions. So uh, reminded guests of our, our face covering policy uh, throughout the booking process and in the pre-trip email and is required acknowledgement as part of the check-in process. Okay, our, so our existing policy does not uh, provide for medical exemptions. What? Regardless of the diagnosis, our team members explain that this is uh, this is to our guests, but uh, never questions anything medical situation in the process. Anyway, uh, Spirit cited federal regulations requiring masks in the airport and on planes, but know that updated guidelines will allow travelers to apply for exemptions beginning later this week. But it didn't stop them from kicking the family off the plane. So the CD issues an order last month, making masks mandatory on commercial flights and at airports. But the... Uh, the the, uh, the garden guidance does not allow for exemptions for people with disabilities who may not safely wear their masks because of disabilities has uh, been defended under the Americans with Disability Act. But anyway, make a long story short, uh, this lady was kicked off the plane and she was pretty pissed and and it's, it's like you know the little boy really wasn't uh, I mean four year old children really I don't know whether or not they're in the whole spectrum of uh, passing disease like that. And he's yeah, I mean, sitting, I would think. He's in the corner old. in the window. Yeah, an window. autistic child, nonverbal, so he's not making noise or bothering yeah. anybody. If he's so. sitting, like, in the window seat where he's not, like, breathing on anybody, walking through the aisle, why, I don't know why they would trip out like that. Yeah, and even the way she came off by saying, get off, like that all loud and verbal. I mean, I, I just think that. Yeah, that's just a You know, I just think that right now. You know, we're in a world nowadays where you really got to watch yourself. You know, there's no, everybody, this this whole thing with the guns and everything, and the way it's being celebrated in Congress with these different Congress women wearing this gun. And, and I, I mean, when you, well, if you look at that CPAC thing where the same lady mm-hmm. that was, you know, talking about having her gun, she comes out on stage with a gun on her hip like, like she's wide earth or something. I just don't. I don't understand. I'm just trying to figure out where the home training is, you know. 
I just think that the, the world has really gone from the majority of decent people really controlling the narrative of life where people that are ignorant as hell have learned to step up their game, even though they're outnumbered with their ignorance, they're able to, through the whole Donald Trump loophole, have been able to just act a fool and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And this is coworkers and everybody. These are people you see every day that they shut down. And, and you know, the sad part about it is that no matter where your maturity level is, you you still can't reason with these people, you know? So half the people leave it alone. They just terminate the friendship with that person that they thought they knew, but then when that person goes off into a Donald Trump rampant, uh, I'm a Trump supporter, rampant, and talk like they're just a robot or they're, like, obsessed or they're some type of a cult, you just leave them alone. You could have known this person 12, 12, 10, 12 years prior to the Trump administration, and now that, you know, Trump has taken over, you know, they're 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 crazy. They're crazy. They're literally crazy, and it's, it's. Well, I'm putting Spirit Airline on the kiss it list, because they should be ashamed mm-hmm. of themselves yeah. for that one. All right. Yeah. Well, they they um they mentioned something about they had some had to have some kind of special order, and I guess they just didn't um abide by the special order or something. I don't know. You know, you had to do it in advance. Um, but I think from the article that they um went to another airlines and they honored it. So, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it depends on the airlines. It depends on the people. Like Papa says, this is where people are. It's just, just crazy. You see, that's, that's what common sense is for. Common yeah. sense should have said to that, that flight attendant or whoever that was who was acting right. like that, that person should have just said, okay, you know what, in this instance, I'm going to make an exception. Now, mm-hmm. apparently this person was too afraid and maybe felt like they were putting their job in jeopardy if they did mm-hmm. that, or they just felt like I'm not making an exception for anybody. I don't care what kind of situation you mm-hmm. have medically. The rule right. is the rule, period. Right, right. I mean, a four-year-old child, I mean, that says a lot about a, a, a person's character or your lines or, you know, I'm like... It's crazy. I don't know. You know. It, it that's know. true. And I I'll, yeah. I'll say it. Spirit Airline is shady at best. <laughs> so, I don't put anything past them with the kind of stuff that they do and how they roll. Mm-hmm. I I have heard some things from people I know personally who have experienced mm-hmm. some stuff when flying with Spirit Airline. I put nothing past yeah. them. Nothing at all. Yeah. All right, maybe things will get better. You know, maybe they'll they'll look at things differently because of this this incident. Now it's probably either they're going to either care or they're not going to care. So it's going to be interesting to see. All right, well, let's get into this little cocktail. I'll um, tell you briefly. It's called the Green Giant, and it'll be on our website as well. Um, Ooh, it's the Green Giant. Yeah, it's... um. Like I said, the recipe is interesting. It's two sugar snap pea pods, one tarragon, I'm, I'm sorry, eight tarragon leaves, um, three-fourth ounces of simple syrup, two ounces of Heyman's Old Tom Gin, or the gin of your choice. I prefer Bombay Sapphire. Also, half mm. an ounce of dry vermouth, 
three fourth ounces of lemon juice freshly squeezed and garnished with the um, two sugar snap teapots. So it's simple. In a shaker, muddle the uh, teapots, tarragon, and simple syrup. Add the remaining ingredients and ice and shake until well chilled. Um, fine strain into a chilled rock glass filled with crushed ice and garnish with two sugar snap pea pods. And that is called the Green Giant. And like I said, it will be on our website. So, pretty interesting. Well, that's an interesting one. With yeah, the pea, it is. A, a snap pea pod? Okay. Yeah, I know. When, when you muddle that in the tarragon, mm, something hmm. different. Yeah, sounds very healthy and earthy. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get, in, uh, get healthy into healthy and earthy. With peas and Everybody's paragons. trying to get into it. Yeah. yeah, pea pod. All right, well, we'll make sure we get it up on the website. And what was it called again? <laughs> Behave uh, Green Giant. Ho, ho, ho. Green Giant. <laughs> the Green Giant. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to shift it over to Papa Didi. Are you ready for what's popping, Papa Didi? Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know the question. What's popping, Papa Didi? Yeah, I was looking at the news earlier, and um, I saw that uh, last week this uh, Friday night football game got ugly between these two teams. You know, obviously a predominantly white school and black school. The black school went down the it was Fairfax County thing, Virginia. And I forget the um name of the black school. I don't know if it was Wake Forest or something like that. Anyway, during the game the black the black team well, predominantly black team was winning. And all of a sudden the the white guys of the other team started spitting on them mm. in the midst of COVID, you know, and, and it just became a brawl and they were using racial slurs and the black kids were we're uh, telling the, the the coaches and the referees and, and everybody what was going on throughout the game, but they didn't do nothing because these are all white refs and white coaches. And like I said earlier, it just seems like, you know, uh, whites confronting other whites is just not the, the norm, especially in front of black people. Yeah. You know, it seemed like the blacks will always get the fault of what's happening. And it just kind of got ugly. But then they held a press conference. The parents of the black kids held a press conference. And what was so amazing is that the three boys that got suspended was at the press conference with their mother. Now, mind you, if what I noticed out of everybody, and this is so interesting, what I noticed out of everybody, the if you figure if the kids are in high school and they're 17, 18 years old, well, 17, 16 years old, mm-hmm. all right, their mothers was like from 36 to 40 years old, okay? So I'm looking at these young boys, and, and the three boys that was there, I'm, I don't know whether these boys just came from a hairdresser or whatever, but all of them had some type of braid in their hair, and their braids were just as shiny and pretty, you know what I mean? And their complexion and everything, and their mothers were young and gorgeous, and, and I'm looking at these, six, these, these three mothers and three sons, just looking just as beautiful black as they can be. Mm. And I'm saying to myself, wow. You know, it's just it was just so amazing how how they would just you know, the mothers they had their sons in such perspective from head to toe. 
I mean, they're football players on the field, but when these boys dress up, their hairs was all, you know, like like one had dreads, one had like the ties, and they were like just like fresh cuts. All three of them. It was just. I said, wow, and, and I don't even think the white folks even see them like that. They may look at their hairstyles and see something totally different. Hmm. You know, like you some kind of coon with some type of twist in your hair. What is that in your head? It's all twisted up and all. It was. It's just amazing. I mean, I just. It's just so interesting that all phases of racial tension is being distributed in all groups from people in their 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, and teenagers on the football field. Mm-hmm. There's no escape escape to the racism. It's crazy. Ooh, it is crazy. I just want to put that out there like that. I'm serious, you know. Well, I'm glad to see black people represented well. They was at their mm-hmm. press conference looking real good. Good. And they had on masks, mm-hmm. everybody. Good. See, they're doing the right thing, talking right, looking right, mm-hmm. coming across right. Mm-hmm. They say that they were spat upon. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't COVID, that's still not right. Why are you out here spitting on on these children? And they showed it. mad because you were losing? Exactly. Their mothers were in full control of their children. Mm. Them boys was obedient, uh-huh. masked up, looking good, and they told, they said their piece. My people. You watch the news. You'll see it on the news. It's on the local news. And uh, it was a football mm-hmm. football game that went, that went south real quick. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just going to mm-hmm. show you that some of the white kids is picking up right where their fathers and grandfathers left off. Well. I was going to say that okay. is learned behavior. Yeah, they picking up right where their fathers and grandfathers left off. You, nah, it's like you know, he's sixteen years old, yelling the n word out like he's just like he manufactured it. Sixteen years old, please give me a break. Somebody had to cook that for you. Well, you and you and you know how to cook that word. That word had that word had to be prepared and it's cooked and served to you. Mm. Anyway, I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay, now. All right, Kim. Time to lighten it up. That was a good one. Yeah, you're going to lighten it up. You got the first yeah, one, uh, Red Oh, okay. I'm going to hit it first. I'm going to pass it on to I was sure it was passing <laughs> it on. Okay, I got one about an assistant principal. This is out of Pensacola, Florida. Uh, my weird mm-hmm. news. An assistant principal at an elementary school is accused of accessing the school's district's internal system to cast fraudulent votes for her daughter, who was elected homecoming queen at the high school. This is the assistant principal now. You stuffing the mm-hmm. ballot box for your daughter so she could win the homecoming queen, uh, according to Florida Department of Law Enforcement. They got really deep into it. On, on Monday, agents arrested Laura Rose Carroll, who's 50 years old, and they arrested her 17-year-old daughter on multiple charges stemming from the October homecoming vote at Tate High School in Pensacola. Investigators found that back in October, hundreds of votes for the homecoming court were flagged as fraudulent. Uh, There was 117 votes from the same IP address from their computer within a short period of time. So, see, she didn't even know what she was doing. She flagged herself. And that's when investigators uh, found the evidence of unauthorized access to the school 
that was linked to the assistant principal's cell phone and computers from her house. They said they found 246 votes cast for homecoming court from those devices. Um, And like I said, this woman is the assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary. So she's not even the assistant principal at the school where her daughter goes, but she had access to their central computers. So she's going in there doing some, you know, undercover stuff. Anyway, long story short, she got booked. Um, Oh, come to find out, her daughter had been tapping in on the computer, looking at other kids' grades, and just they both of them were doing some crazy stuff. So now the mom has been booked uh, and bond set at $8,500. It's not immediately known whether either one of them is represented by a lawyer, but the daughter was taken into custody and transferred to uh, Escambia Regional Juvenile Detention Center. So they're not playing with this thing, you know. She jumped in there trying to make her daughter win homecoming queen and exposed a whole lot of stuff. I see. Wow. I'm paying for it, I guess, huh? Sure enough. Oh, okay. Um, I got the next one. Uh, a man is found guilty. Boy, they they sending a lot of folks are finding him. Of keeping <laughs> live sharks in his pool. Seven sandbar sharks now swim the waters of the New York Aquarium at Coney Island. Um, their new digs are definitely more spacious than their previous home. It was a New York man's uh, above-ground pool. Joshua Seguin, put him on a kiss of list, 40, 40, no better, is facing a $5,000 fine for illegal possession with intent to sell seven sandbar sharks. Wow. Uh, sandbar sharks are a uh, protected species under the New York law and illegal to possess in the state without a, a special license. He was sentenced to a um, conditional discharge down of Laguan uh, Justice Court in New York this week. So he was released without um, imprisonment or probation, but subject to court-determined conditions. Uh, the tide has turn for Joshua, who was convicted and held accountable for his unlawful act. Uh, we will not tolerate anyone who preys on protected uh, species to line their pockets. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Um, and you said his name is Joshua Green? Um, no. Um, Seguin, Seguin, S-E- G-U-I-N-E. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm-mm-mm. These people all okay. change. What would make and you want to keep live sharks in your swimming pool? And you trying Money. to sell them online? Yeah. People do anything. I'm just wondering how, but how do you transport the shark when somebody buys it? You can't put them in a baggie. Like a goldfish. That that's mm-hmm. why. Put a, it's, oh, it says at the end of this article, he put him in the back of his truck. And he was he was arrested in Georgia for driving without a license and holding a tank of five 
undersized sharks in the back of his truck. So they stopped him. Oh, the smaller ones. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. What's your uh, yep. weird news, Papa Didi? That's crazy. Uh, let's see. A Florida couple offers free beer as a way to meet the neighbors. Hmm. This is a Cape uh, Corral, Florida. A Florida couple uh, came up with a great idea to meet their new neighbors had to move into their home during the COVID pandemic, uh, they offer free beer. Amanda and Thomas Evans decided to move from uh, Fort Myers, Florida, to nearby uh, Cape Cape Carroll, 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 <laughs> just before the pandemic started last year. It was a different experience. I think uh, than most uh, first-time home buyers, Amanda Evans uh, told ABC, oh, hey, hit the news, okay, hit ABC7 uh, television station, they were not sure when they uh, would get to meet their new neighbors. They were so enthused, they moved to a new neighbor, they wanted to meet their new neighbors. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wanted to meet my neighbors, I and mean, they just can't wait. Uh, luckily, we have a, a rescue dog uh, that we've uh, walked around the block every day, so we met some people in passing, she said. Uh, typically, she would uh, bring people cookies and pies, and, and that I would say, no, thank you, uh, or invite them over for dinner. But uh, we weren't uh, sure about how to do this during the pandemic. This is what Amanda said. Put Amanda down on the kiss list. She's giving out cookies, cakes, and pies during the pandemic. She needs to be locked up. Okay. Instead, they created a flyer that would say, hi, we're new in the neighborhood and would like to meet our lovely neighbors. Okay. We'll be in our driveway with drinks, ready to meet our neighbors. Who would, who would like to stop by? We can't wait to meet you. Her husband wasn't sure anyone would show up, but once the free beer sign was placed outside, the neighbors started venturing over. Wow. Okay, it's always funny to see a sign on the table that says free beer just to get people to stop by and turn their heads and drive by and say, what did did your sign just say? You know, we had a few people do a double take. Free beer is a pretty easy way to get people to show up, said Thomas Evans. So put Thomas wow. and um, put Thomas and the other Amanda. Amanda and yeah, Evans. put them both on the kiss list because they're desperate for friends. And I don't know. They just uh, I don't know. It's, it's just some kind of white uh, trust privilege <laughs> crap. Because I don't care if I live somewhere ten years and I meet three people, but don't make me no never mind. <laughs> no disrespect, okay. All right, who lives across the street? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with you on that. I think I might know a few neighbors, mm-hmm. but I don't think I could name all their names and stuff. I wave when I see them, but I'm not trying to sit down and give them free beer and say, come on, let's sit down. And she says she usually, she usually does cookies, cakes, and pies. Yeah. Okay. I guess they've upgraded to beer now. I guess we're gonna be licking next, huh? <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to draw the neighbors, since they seem yeah, to be Yeah, you miss liquor. I'll go for some liquor, but they better pop the government seal in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> they can't pull out a half a bottle or something. No, huh? thank you. I don't got ain't no way. Uh, hey, I we, still got a half a bottle of this. Come on, we, we learned that from uh, what's that place in Dominican Republic? Okay. Oh, where those people were uh, mm-hmm. getting messed up? That's right. We learned that from there. Putting the other stuff oh, in the yeah. bottle. That's right. Yeah, for sure. You don't break. You don't break. The, you don't break that government seal. 
All righty. Well, and again, uh, we're not taking any calls tonight because we all have an obligation this evening, so we're just trying to get it in, mm-hmm. give you what you need for Friday night, and tap out. So, is it my turn? You will turn over to Red Wine, but uh, I'm just saying, you got oh. the floor. Thank you, Papa Didi. So gracious tonight. Uh, tonight, I'm just saying, you are part of the problem. Now, Republican Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin last week made what I think is a racist and idiotic statement regarding the January 6th Capitol riot. He said that if the protesters had been supporters of Black Lives Matter and Antifa instead of being largely white, patriotic, law-abiding citizens, he would have been concerned. But since they were law-abiding Americans, he was not concerned that they were going to do anything harmful or that he was in any danger being in the Capitol that day. (laughs) Now, I'm just saying, Mr. Ron Johnson, you are part of the problem with race Mm -hmm. in America. Why he felt the need to go on a radio show and make such a blatantly racist statement is beyond comprehension. But then he turns around and claims that his statement had no racial overtones. Really? In what Twilight universe is that not a racist comment? Then the man said that his fear level would have gone up considerably if the protesters out there were chanting for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Or the group that they keep talking about, this mysterious Antifa, that nobody knows who it is, what it is, or where it is, but they sure keep talking about Antifa. Antifa was out there. That was Antifa. That wasn't Trump people. That was Antifa, dressed up like Trump people. That's what they want us to believe. And I'm like, really? This is why I'm saying you, Johnson, Mr. Ron Johnson, and all the rest of y'all that talk that mess, are part of the problem. Like I said, nobody's even seen this so-called Antifa. I'd like to know where are they? Who are they? Anyway, if 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 they don't feel, if nobody feels like what he said was racially biased, then I guess we're all just crazy. I'm just saying when people in leadership make those kind of statements, It just throws more gas on an already out-of-control fire. Being in denial about it is not going to solve it, and it's not going to make it go away. It's people like Senator Ron Johnson, people like Pierce Morgan, who apparently don't know what it means to be tone deaf. Maybe they do, and that's what they intended to do. Maybe they are who they reveal themselves to be, and people are just in denial about it. I don't know which it is, but I tell you what I do know. That old statement about sticks and stones can break your bones, but words will never hurt you, I say that's not true because we see the damage words are doing. Words are doing a lot of damage. Words are getting people killed. Look at what happened in the Asian community. Words started that. 
when Trump started using racial slurs toward the Asian community, a lot of heat started coming down on the Asian community. When Trump and people like him started saying negative stuff about the black people in black communities, stuff started kicking up. So words can hurt you. It's not the words themselves. It's the people who act on the words. So I'm just saying, that whole sticks and stones thing, I think we need to stop saying that. If America is ever going to be the United States, we need to start being united with each other. Otherwise, we'll just be the divided states of America. And whether the haters believe it or not, I think that's really, they think that's what they want. But I'm thinking, no, that's not what you want. These people who keep talking about they want a race war, that's not what you want. A race war would destroy this country. Destroy it. We have it good in America compared to a lot of other countries. Take it down. And all of that would be flushed down the sewer if we allow a bunch of idiots to cause a race war. So this is red wine, and I'm just saying, Ron Johnson and people like you, instead of being the problem, why don't you try doing something useful and be part of the daggone solution? That's all I got. All right. Interrupt me. All right, man. Well, just that makes sense. Oh boy. Okay, where are we going next? Well, you want to go living for the city? Oh. Okay. You got time for that, or you want to just kick it out? I tell you what, let's go to the Hollywood wrap-up, and then we'll circle back to Living for the City, mm-hmm. if we have some time. Mm-hmm. Is that cool with everybody? Yeah, I have been down great. Huh? Huh? Okay. I don't know. Papa, Papa might have something to say. He might got a lot to say. All right, <laughs> I don't want to mess then. that up. Uh-huh. Come on, Papa. All right, go. I, I think you know, I, I think I just, he's on the road. You know, what I want to... You know, I, I just want to say, I, I just want to put it on blast, the fact that uh, it, it just, it, oh, wow, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out when The Rock was moved. You know, The Rock did. A lot of people with all this hate and everything were hiding behind because they were out there. And I think that I don't know if Trump even knows or realizes what type of Pandora box that he's really controlling? And it's not just the it's not just the common people; it's politicians as well. And when you look at grown men that are making good money, good health insurance, and everything, and they and these are people that are prominent people, allegedly prominent based on their position. You know, talking about Ted Cruz and uh, you know the gentleman from South Carolina, uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, and all these people that have prominent names. Um, uh, uh, Ron, uh, the boy with the curly hair. Oh, Ron, uh, Rand Paul. I mean, Rand Paul. All these people that, that are prominent people. And then the guy that got shot in the schoolyard, mm-hmm. he's just as vicious as anybody else. I'm like, Scalise? Scalise, you are lucky to be alive. You have had a bullet penetrate your skin. And I, I, I you know, I, I swear in a stack of Bibles, man, if, if God would ever... I wouldn't say God. If my life was ever put in a position where a bullet hit my skin and I survived it, 
believe me, I would walk in a totally different path. Really, I would be a, I, would, I would be an instant homebody, okay, an instant homebody. I wouldn't even want to go out and venture anything out there. And this man was on the baseball field with his glove in his hand, the baseball cap, on a lazy afternoon, and was shot. But now that you have healed under the grace of God, you become a jerk off. And I mean, my goodness. And I just think that you have no remorse for what you've been through. You have no appreciation for what you survived. And you just, you know, you don't even care. And Trump is guiding people like the Pied Piper of Hamlin. And it's so sad how I've always known and heard from my 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 ancestors that, you know, most white men live a world of monkey see, monkey do. And it, it's, becoming, it's becoming very true. Two things that they live by is monkey see, monkey do, and the ones who have the most toys wins. There's always been the Creo. Of white men, and this is just white men at this, and even white women are. The young lady on um, The View was mentioning it the other day. You know, she said she's so tired of young white men buying these AR-15s and going out here trying to prove something by shooting people because they have gotten their mind that whatever they do, they got a good alibi because they already the alibi is already in place. Before you, and they know that when they when their white counterparts approach them in the midst of getting caught for what they do, they're not going to shoot them because the pack is already there. The fact that we won't shoot our own people—that's already established. It's been proven with with the gentleman who killed the pit problem. Sorry to call him a gentleman, but the man who killed the people in South Carolina at the church was it South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina at the church. Uh, uh, Timothy McVeigh in uh, Oklahoma City, you know, all these people rode, and, and then the gentleman over here now in Atlanta and, and, and somebody else, the guy in Aurora that killed the people at the movie theater, all these massive killings, these people rode in the back of a police car to the police station. And how many blacks were killed unarmed right there in the street where they stood, okay? I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. And it just just go to show you that there's a higher power. There's a power we don't know about. There's a dog whistle that's being blown that we don't even hear. It's just a lot of crap going on. There were people actually think that they're, that they're, they're winning, but you're not winning. They're not winning anything. They're not winning anything. They're being led. And they're being led by an old man that's in his mid-70s that don't know his ass from a hole in the ground. And he's living on a big old acres and acres of land in Mar-a-Lago. This man got a golf course. He has a pool, spa. He's got people rubbing down his body every day. He's got plenty of money. He's got big influence. And he's just like a, the Messiah. And all these little people underneath him, who are prominent people, don't even realize the spell that they're under. I'll leave it at that. All right. All right. I Thank you, you had a lot to say. Yeah, that was a yeah, good one. Right I think you had it. a lot to say. You had to get it. Had to get it out. I'm saying. Yeah, had to let it out. Yeah, that's getting ugly. This whole Pie Piper thing. He's leading the rats anywhere they want to go because he's in control. Especially that one guy too. What is his name? Um, McCarthy, 
Oh, yeah, Kevin God. McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, he is a mess. Spineless jelly. He is spineless. He doesn't even realize what he's saying sometimes. I'm like, are you serious? What is your wife and children? What does your wife and children feel about the crap you're They're calling all unbelievable. For? Anyway. All right, you ready, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Take us to Hollywood. Give us the juice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make it short and sweet and get into it. Um, Aretha Franklin's family asked fans to boycott um, the project called Genius um, Aretha, saying they were disrespected. Mm. Uh, oh. Let me see. It's uh, National Geographic's upcoming Genius Aretha miniseries, which um, starts airing in, um, on the 21st of this month, March. Um, the series stars um, Cynthia Derivo as Aretha and follows her rise to stardom. Um, the granddaughter, uh, Grace Franklin, uh, she released um, a video on TikTok saying the boycotted. Um, she says, as immediate family, we feel it is important to be involved in um, any biopic of my grandmother's life. Uh, it's hard to be accurate depiction of anyone's life without speaking to the ones closest to them. Um, during the process of writing, directing, and filming this movie, we reached out to um, this particular project as a family on multiple occasions um, where um, they were disrespected and told that they would not um, work with them. So um, it's going to be wow. interesting to see if people watch it. You know, if they're going to watch it or boycott it. Um, because this actress, you know, she won a Tony and she um, played Harriet in the movie. Um, so she has a lot of accolades. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, are they going to respect uh, the family's wishes yeah. or are they going to watch it because of her? So we'll see. Wow. Um, I was looking Matt, forward to it. Yeah, hmm. so was I. So was I. So we'll see. Um, the Masked Singer was revealed last night. Um, uh, the Phoenix. Uh, it looked like a red giant bird. Um it was a lot of people they thought it was, but it ended up being um, the Olympic gold medalist, um, um, Caitlyn Jenner, which was interesting. Caitlyn like, Jenner. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. Yep. They thought it was RuPaul. Um, they even thought it was um, the uh, um, the um, old um, host, uh, Nick. I thought it was Nick Cannon. Uh, so it was interesting to see. It was it was it was her. Yeah. Or him or her, however you want to put it, Kate Jenner. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Going going on to the um Grammys. Um hmm. the uh Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, uh, they did their famous um WAP song. Um, but um the um, FCC thought it was rather risque. They got eight, about 80 complaints um, from various people. Um, that's all? People came from, it came, yeah, that's what I said, over millions of people that watched the show. Um, they came from Colorado, Idaho, um, those Midwest uh, states. It doesn't surprise me, but don't watch it next right. time. And my thing was it was after... The kids are gone to bed, so, um, you know, it was what it was. It probably got some of the highest ratings, but they claim that this particular award show 
was um, one of the lowest ratings, like 14 million compared to like 17 to 22 million people watching. But hey, it was a good show. I enjoyed it, but we'll see where those complaints I, go. Well, can I just say that even though it was around 10 o'clock when it aired, when that segment aired on the East Coast, that's 7 o'clock on the West Coast. So, so I'm just saying that is so like during the time when kids are up, what what the networks call the family hour. So yeah, it was not prime time in all time zones, but you have that three hour span going from east to west. So. So you're saying ladies with fat booties aren't allowed to perform? You no, I didn't say that. All I said is there was a lot of skin to be shown on the west coast at 7 p.m. So really? I think well, I, the baby's I a bit early then. You are what you are. I mean, yeah. I mean, they Trevor Noah said that coming up after the commercial, they're gonna do their performance of WAP. So any parent who thought it might have been a problem should have cleared the room. So what if so if Molly Cyrus goes out there who is not who looks like a neck bone of a chicken, you don't have no problem with her. Oh, I have a problem with that, too. I don't want to see that. Well, I'm saying society doesn't have a problem with her. Oh, that's I, Molly I Cyrus. Oh, my society. God. That's I'm just saying that, you know, when Kettle was making a point about it was 10 o'clock, I was saying, well, on the East Coast it was, but it wasn't 10 p.m. on the West Coast. That's all I was saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to add all this extra commentary, Papa Didi. I was just pointing out the time difference. I think they're complaining because it was a big, fat, brown, juicy ass, and they was mad at it. Anyway, didn't mean to cut you off, Kettle. Go ahead and do your thing, Kettle. I didn't mean to. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm not even going to take it. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. But, you know, from that, they were saying that CBS should should, uh, um, face some kind of penalties, some stiff penalties because of the performance and everything. So Uh it's going to be interesting to see what happens, if they do anything or not, you know. Um, Yeah. yeah. Um, and they knew they were going to get. Yeah, they, they did. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, Elliot Page, he's the first transgender man featured on Time Magazine cover. Interesting. Remember she did Juno? She was a female then. Um, she just came out as a male within the last year. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what type of roles that she gets in the, in the future. So, um, yeah, she's on the front cover of Time, but... I'm like, if you see the picture, they could have done a better job. They could have spooced her up or something. She's wearing a damn uh, um, sweatshirt and pair of jeans, and this looks like shiggity. It don't look like nothing. But oh. that's how they they want her to look, I guess. I don't know. I I I wouldn't have gone for that look. That's that's my thing. Okay. Um, um, interesting. Marvel announces the first gay team, Captain America, in the comics, eighty years. 80-year um, history. Marvel uh, gave fans their first look at the newest captain on Wednesday. The gay team, who was named Aaron Fisher, is described as the, quote-unquote, the Captain America of the Railways, a fearless team who stepped up to protect fellow runaways and the unhoused. Interesting. Hmm. He's going to look like he's going to have black hair with sides um, of his hair shaved and a sports American flag tattoo on his left arm and a red tattoo on his neck. So, interesting. Something new. Okay. Something new. Mm-hmm. What else? 
<laughs> yeah. That's my Hollywood wrap up. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Well, we can hit the kiss it list real quick. Tell us about the kiss it list. Kiss it list is uh, people to show their butt over the last week or so and um, compile the names and um, give them their own song and the whole nine. Uh, All right. Who you got first? Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, Scalise, McCarthy. Mm. Anybody else with a horror behind their name? (laughs) Uh, I got... Senator Ron Johnson, Sharon Osborne, Pierce Morgan. Um, I'd like to add that brother that you always see in the videos from that uh, January 6th thing at the Capitol, that one mm-hmm. black guy with the mask hanging on. That brother is from Maryland, from Prince George's County. He has been arrested. Come to find out when they questioned him, why was he even there? He said he was protesting the election, and they asked him, well, did you vote? He said no. I'm like, you are so stupid. Mm, Why are you protesting mm, something mm. you ain't even participate in? Go sit down. He's special. Yep. And most of them are like that. Special. Um, The guy who was arrested in front of Vice President Harris's house with an AK whatever weapon, yeah. All of that with his guns and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Another crazy one trying to do something stupid. So he could get a plaque on the wall. Yeah, he's on the list. The Atlanta shooter who killed the um, eight people in Atlanta. Um, the the cop or sheriff, whatever he is, that was sympathetic with the killer in Atlanta. Yeah. Talking about he was just having a bad day. Bad day. You're a moron. Mm. Um, yeah. Spirit Air. Got them on here. Uh, Laura Carroll, stuff in the ballot box, trying to help her daughter win a high school homecoming thing. I'm like, girl, sit down. Uh, Joshua, uh, whatever his last name is, the man with the sharks in his uh, pool, trying to sell sharks online. And then I've got Amanda and uh, Miss Evans. Amanda and Mr. Evans. Uh, for giving out the cookies and stuff and beer, trying to meet their neighbors. Papa said put them on the kiss it list for handing out cookies during a pandemic, cookies and cakes and pies, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Do uh, you have anybody else, Kevin? No. Yeah, I've covered everybody. All right. We got this a surprise for everybody on the kiss it list this week. Here it is. Kiss my
All right, welcome back to John Party. I'm, I'm your host, uh, Bobby Didi, and I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the last word. So, uh, Papa Didi, what's your last word? Uh, my last word is just be careful out there, you know, because all the stuff going on in the news there is some... And these people, the, the person that tried to go with uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, with all the ammunition and all that, oh my God! What is your objective? Crazy. That's crazy, really. So you know, just be careful. Just watch your surroundings, because there's some sick people out there that don't they're being led by sick people. You know, sick people. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Kettle. What's your last word for tonight? Um. Ooh. Good question. Just be safe out there and wear your mask. And uh, spirit, leave those four-year-old kids alone. Yeah, just uh, I'm just glad that the other airline stepped up to the plate and um, let them get home. That was the main objective. And uh, maybe right. spirit need to be more sympathetic to um, you know, make it a uh, 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 individual thing, you know, case by case situation. So that's my last. Yeah, thing. that would make sense. All right. Well, my last word is. If you're not part of the solution, you could very well be part of the problem. Don't be on that side. Be part of the solution. Let's fix this. Mm-hmm. Let's not be the divided states of America. That's my mm-hmm. last word. Thanks to everybody for mm-hmm. listening tonight. Um, again, we were not taking calls. We were not ignoring you guys. But we've got an appointment to get to, so we appreciate you for hanging out with us tonight. And we're going to say good night so we can all be on time. Have a good Friday night. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Good night, cattle. Good night. And bonsoir. Till next Friday. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko. Sana. I regret. To announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night.
love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 